0: If you think gas prices are already high in California, Gavin Newsom has decided to sign into law that's going to build in shortages, too. CNN continues to search for controversy to raise their ratings, and they delve into the same old well. And eating bugs is one thing, but eating a 50,000 year old woolly mammoth? Not me. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Oh, I got to tell you, this podcast sometimes is a relief for me. It's the calm before the storm. I have to go to the DMV today. Oh, my glory. I'm not looking forward to any of this, but it's got to happen. I have to go. And so I've decided, all right, I'm not going to show up when they first open because I know that they're just going to be a disaster. So I'm going to do my podcast and then I'm just going to go to the DMV and sit in line for two hours because that's the last time it took me. I just have to renew my license. I ugh, This is going to so suck. But anyway, let's enjoy the podcast. Last one of the week. Let's get to the news. Okay, well... You know, one thing I keep saying is that we are so focused on ourselves, like a a narcissistic country that we are. We always forget there is something out there outside of the borders of this country that we really need to worry about. But no one is concerned about it because they're worried that people are worried about being misgendered or uh, abortion or whatever. But Air Force Secretary Frank Kendall has decided that hey, uh, we do have other problems we need to worry about, and one of them is China. So he said in front of the House Appropriations Committee, this is what he said, quote, I don't think I've seen anything more disturbing in my career than the Chinese ongoing expansion of their nuclear force. For decades, decades, they were quite comfortable with an arsenal of a few hundred nuclear weapons, which was fairly, fairly clearly a second strike capability to act as a deterrent. The, the expansion that their strike capability to act as a deterrent, um, the expansion that they're undertaking, puts us into a new world that we've never lived in before, where you have three powers, three great powers, essentially, with large arsenals of nuclear weapons. So what China is trying to do is they're trying to triple their nuclear arsenal by 2035, go from 500 to 1,500 nuclear warheads but it's more than that. They're actually making friends with Russia, which has the second largest nuclear arsenal, and they are spreading themselves throughout the world. They already have uh, their palms into the Middle East. They already are making friends with Iran through through making friends with Iran, who probably already has nuclear weapons. They are involved in Syria. They are, through their Belt and Road program, they're they're basically colonizing Africa. And just yesterday, they made a deal with Brazil so that Brazil will trade with the currencies, the Brazilian currency and the Chinese currency, the yuan. So there's a very good possibility that China is really settling inside of South America and possibly could expand their nuclear range in South America and Africa, the Middle East, already there in Asia, and because they're making friends with Russia in Europe. This is something that everyone needs to kind of understand here. Nuclear arms are supposed to be a deterrent. It's that uh, mutual destruction thing that everyone keeps talking about. But if China is able to actually go out and start controlling other countries, uh, the theory, the concept of mutual mass destruction suddenly goes out the board. They actually have a first strike capability. So this is some scary stuff out there. But we're too worried about our pronouns in this country to actually acknowledge that China is becoming an extreme threat. And our government, this is the problem with the Biden administration. Trump didn't do this. Trump didn't just leave the Middle East. Trump didn't just leave Afghanistan. Trump didn't just ignore Russia and China. Whereas Biden, that's exactly what he's doing. Well, when we leave there's a vacuum that's created and China is more than willing to fill it up. Now, does that mean I think China is going to start a nuclear war soon? No. But but the fact is, they can and they're getting they're building themselves to the point that by 2035 they can. We, we in this country our biggest problem is we're, we're so short-sighted. Things are just too good in this country. I I I got to tell you. Things are way too good. We haven't had a real issue since 9/11, and so people have gotten fat and lazy. I mean, look at our military. Our military—they're scared out of their gourd. Last week, they did—they uh, did training ex or exercises, basically computer models, to see how we would react if China actually started a war, or if they attacked Taiwan, or lots of different scenarios. Yeah, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. And now, because we're giving so much ammunition to Ukraine, apparently we don't have enough ammunition for our army in this country. This Biden administration, my gosh, if he wins the election in 2024, you might as well write off this country. You might as well write it off. Start storing your money or gold under your bed or something because we're done. Okay, speaking of done, uh, California, Gavin Newsom has signed a bill on Tuesday that prohibits oil companies from price gouging. And I put that in quotes. Uh, contending that the new law would protect the state's climate, of course, and lower prices. Now, none of that's going to happen. Okay, essentially, what he's doing is he's putting a cap on prices, oil prices. Now, remember, California has the high, highest gas prices. and and oil taxes, uh, gas prices, gas taxes, and oil prices and taxes in the country. We are a number one here. So he's decided, well, I'm going to be a little Hitler, and I'm going to put a, a cap. You can't raise it above. So what's going to end up happening? Well, according to um, according to Western States Petroleum Association CEO, Catherine Reyes Boyd, she sat there and said... Price caps, taxes, and tax-like penalties do not increase supply or reduce prices, but instead can have the opposite effect. Less investment, less gasoline supply, and ultimately higher costs for Californians. With this politicized process behind us, it's time for a serious discussion about what it will take to ensure an affordable, reliable, and safe fuel supply for years ahead. Now, don't forget, Gavin Newsom, just two weeks ago, Sat and banned oil companies from drilling in certain areas in California, including off the coast, including inland, in areas where you know the uh, spotted tail grouse is located. So not only is he putting a cap, he he did by doing that, he raised gas prices. But now he's putting a cap on them on how much uh, how much they can. Well, what are they going to do? Okay, well. We'll keep gas prices at this height. But once we run out, you guys are going to have to suck it up. And that's exactly what's going to happen. I don't know how they see. This is economics 101. You don't have to read Thomas Sowell to figure this out. If you make it that people can't produce gas, gas is going to go up. So not only did he make it that they can't produce gas, they can't drill for oil or gas... Now he's putting a cap on him. So he's basically forcing oil shortages in California. So good for him. Really time to move out of the state because this state sucks ass. Okay, uh, in other news, the grand jury that's supposed to be rule on indicting Donald Trump on a misdemeanor, which they're trying to make a felony, which they're not going to be able to do, is taking off for a month. Now this is, (laughs) I know. For the last two weeks, they were supposed to indict Trump and everything was canceled, canceled, canceled. Now they're taking a month off. Now this is pre-planned. This isn't something that, you know, let's just have these guys take a month off. But I do get the feeling that Alvin Bragg isn't going to get what he wants. Because if he was, they would have just allowed the jury to vote and it would have been over but I don't think he's going to get what he wants. And I am i really, truly believe, and if you listen to the media, it's already going away. I truly believe they just want this to go away. And I, I don't think he's hoping, Alvin Bragg is hoping in a month, no one asks him about this anymore because I don't think he's getting what he wants. Uh, and, and I got news for you, an indictment and a misdemeanor is, on a misdemeanor is not a thing. He's got to indict on the felony, which he's trying to do. He's trying the misdemeanor. Basically, Donald Trump paid this Stormy Daniels broad $135,000. He did a bookkeeping thing because he slept with her in 2006. There was a bookkeeping snafu, whether it's on purpose or by accident. Who knows? We're never going to know that. He's just going to scream it's an accident. And so it was the 135000 came out of um, his business, but it was put in wrong. Then uh, that was caught after seven years, eight years. It's only a misdemeanor. So what Bragg is trying to do is he's trying to apply the federal law, which is a felony, into the state law. So he's trying to make this into a federal case to turn the misdemeanor into a felony. There are a couple of problems. He can't do that. It's illegal to do that. That's one. Two, this looks like malicious prosecution. And that's been pointed out by every Republican on the books. And three, the statute of limitations is up. So this is something that happened in 2016. Is 2023. I think there's like a, a five-year statute of limitations on this whole thing. So this couldn't be prosecuted as a misdemeanor anyway. And it's not even clear it could be prosecuted as a felony because it looks like the statute of limitations may have been up on that whole thing too. And he, I'm sorry, there is a fourth problem. His witnesses suck. He had Michael Cohen as a witness... And apparently, Michael Cohen was contradicted by uh, another lawyer. So, Michael Cohen said he had received 135. He had paid Stormy Daniels the 135 thousand dollars, and then he had received 135 thousand dollars from the Trump Organization. The problem is, the Trump Organization has no record that they ever paid him anything. And uh, one of the Trump attorneys sat there and said, yeah, we never paid you. You did that on your own. So suddenly Michael Cohen, who is a convicted liar, he has served time in prison because of it, looks like he's lying again. Now, this whole stuff, this is one of the reasons why I don't want Trump running again. Uh, this, everything here looks dirty. And I'm sorry, I don't trust Trump to the point that I don't think this isn't dirty. Now, is this that big of a... It's not like he murdered uh, Epstein in prison or anything like the Clintons do. I know, I'm exaggerating. I'm just making that up. That's a conspiracy theory. Whatever. But the reality is, uh, it is kind of dirty. Okay, anyway, and it's some sad news. Maybe sad news. Maybe it's good news. I don't know. Pope Francis will be staying in a Rome hospital for a few days. At first, the Vatican said he was just going in for some tests, but people wondered why he would, and he would only be staying overnight, but people were wondering why he would be staying overnight if he's just getting some tests. Then the Vatican eventually admitted that the Pope was in the hospital for a respiratory infection and will be in the hospital for a few days. Now, this is a big deal for the Pope, uh, for his health anyway. Um, He's 86 years old. He's had multiple health issues. And he's missing part of his lung. He had to have part of his lung removed because of a respiratory infection. Now, I'm not a fan of the Pope. Never have been. But, you know, that doesn't mean I wish him bad. He is the head of my religion. Um, Just, I'm going to be praying for him. If you're a Catholic, you might want to pray for him. So, good luck to him. And I hope, he makes it out. Okay, so CNN is falling apart, and um, they've decided that they need a new controversy to bring some viewers to them, get some traffic on their website. I mean, the place is falling apart. So they decided to delve into the same old well that everyone else is delving into.
1: Everything is racist.
0: Yep. More racism. And, uh, you know, I, I don't understand why these, these like MSNBC, CNN and everybody else that keeps doing this, they don't quite understand that this stuff is stupid. It's getting boring and no one pays any attention to it, especially since they're really digging deep to find anything that is racist. So according to CNN, Maybe you shared the viral video of Kimberly Sweet Brown Wilkins telling a reporter after narrowly escaping an apartment fire, ain't nobody got time for that. Perhaps you posted a meme of a supermodel of supermodel Tyra Banks exploding in anger on America's next top model. I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. Or maybe you've posted popular gifts such as one of the NBA great uh, Michael Jordan crying. Or the drag queen RuPaul declaring, Girl, if you're black and you've shared such images online, you get a pass. But if you're white, you may have inadvertently perpetuated one of the most insidious forms of contemporary racism. Mind you, (coughs) if you're black, you get a pass. If a black person sends a meme of a white person, no problem because they're victims or whatever. Uh, So... Yeah, anyway, continuing. There's just a double standard is essentially what it is. So the article continues. If you're still not sure how to define digital blackface, Jackson offers a guide. She says it includes displays of emotion stereotyped as excessive. So happy, so sassy, so ghetto, so loud. Our dial is on 10 all the time. Rarely are black characters afforded subtle traits or feelings. Many white people choose images of black people when it comes to expressing exaggerated emotions on social media, a burden that black people didn't ask for, she says. We are your sass, your nonchalance, your fury, your delight, your annoyance, your happy dance, your diva, your shade, your yes moments, Jackson writes. The weight of reaction, giffing, period, rests on our shoulders, question for you. What the F is she talking about? Could it be possible that GIFs people use are just appropriate for a specific situation or a specific tweet or a specific post and people do not post a GIF with race in mind? I also want to point out that the GIFs that these people are talking about I've never seen them before. I don't know what they're talking about. I, I saw the gifts and I, I don't recall ever seeing any of those gifts. You know why? Because gifts aren't important. Gifts have nothing to do with racism or with anything else. They're just appropriate for a certain for a certain uh, post. This moron and CNN wrote about a 5,000 word essay on this crap. And CNN is wondering why they're not getting any traffic on their website. Why their digital service CNN and CNN Plus failed and they have no had no subscribers and no one watches their station? Here's the problem CNN is having. They thrive on sparking controversy and division. This is stuff they're hoping will spark a conversation on their cable newscast. This is one of the reasons why MSNBC went in the tank when Trump lost in 2020. There's suddenly no more controversy. Biden is president. He's boring as all sin. They thrive on this controversy. Last week, MSNBC actually got a boost in ratings. For the last two weeks, they got a boost in ratings. Now, they're right back in the toilet right now. But why did they get a boost in ratings? Because Trump was supposed to be arrested. Fox News has been number one, has had the top 10 to 12 programs, 10 to 12 programs each day for the last three years, four years. MSNBC broke that top 10. Rachel Maddow, I think, hit seven. And it's all because Trump was going to get arrested. Now that Trump is no longer going to be indicted, there's not going to be a perp walk, Guess what? They're not, they're back down to 12, 13, 14. Because no one's interested. They don't say anything interesting. They talk about the same thing over and over and over again. Faux controversies, faux racism, faux transphobia. It's boring. And I, I do watch, I watch MSNBC. I don't watch CNN. They're just, they're just too boring. But I do watch MSNBC because they are the extremely, the extreme left. And I think they would just be giggling and have a lot of fun if, if Trump actually was burp walked. And it never happened. And now people aren't watching it anymore. It's just really pathetic how these people will reach to the bottom of the barrel to find any type of convert controversy either racism or transphobia that's why yesterday when i told you you know there's not a, there's no transphobic genocide happening in the country transphobes are not being targeted and shot and killed and beaten up or anything like that because these stations would do nothing but talk about it so that's not happening okay so we've got some lighter news this stuff is actually kind of funny um so first the left wants us to eat grass then they want us to eat bugs and now they want us to eat woolly mammoths? According to the AP News, throw another mammoth on the barbie. An Australian company on Tuesday lifted a glass cloche, I don't know what that is, it's just a, a cover, on a meatball made of lab-grown cultured meat using the genetic sequence from, long extinct, from the long extinct pachyderm, saying it was meant to to fire up public debate about the high-tech treat. The launch in an Amsterdam science museum came just days before April 1st, so there was an elephant in the room. Is this for real? Quote, this is not an April Fool's joke, end quote, said Tim Noakesmith, founder of the Australian startup Vow. Quote, this is a real innovation, end quote. Cultivated meat, also called cultured or cell-based meat, is made from animal cells. Livestock doesn't need to be killed to produce it, which advocates say is better, not just for the animals, but also for the environment, of course. Val used publicly available genetic information from the mammoth, filled missing parts of genetic data from its closest relative, the African elephant, and inserted it into into a sheep cell, Noakesmith said. Given the right conditions in the lab, the cells multiplied until there was enough to roll up into a meatball. Okay, Uh, no. (laughs) Um, A couple of things about this. First off, we don't eat elephants now. Why would I want to eat a woolly mammoth that is made up of cells from 5,000 years ago? From an animal that went extinct 20,000 years ago. That's one. I'm not interested. This just sounds, not only does it sound disgusting because we don't eat elephant meat now, it sounds disgusting because we're basically eating old elephant meat. No, thank you. I don't like my steaks more than a day or two old. Second, I have a picture of this meatball on my website at dumbassestalkingpolitics.com. It looks disgusting. It looks like a ball of crap. That's what it looks like. It doesn't look like it's pachyderm meat. It looks like it's pachyderm crap. It looks disgusting. And in the picture, they've got little raspberries surrounding it and shit like that. Sorry, I just cussed. But the reality is, you can put as much colorful fruit around as you want. It still looks like a ball of crap. Now, third thing that really gets me is I saw Jurassic Park. I know what could happen when you start screwing with dinosaur DNA. I don't want to choke on a tusk or something because this thing, this meatball starts growing other parts that it wasn't supposed to happen. Because they, they, these guys effed up the genetic sequence and suddenly it's growing a tail or something. No, not interested. Uh, I learned from Jurassic Park. So I, 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 I have no desire to eat dinosaurs or see them genetically mutated and grown. Finally, and this is something no one talked about, no none of those scientists that made this thing actually tried it. And the reason they didn't try it, they didn't try and eat it, they're not sure how their bodies would react to eating a 5,000-year-old protein that was genetically modified. I may be way off here, but that seems like that's a big deal. So how are we going to know if it's any good unless somebody tries it? So yeah, good for them. I guess they're now going to be spending a lot of time trying to figure out how the body is going to react to it. The environmental cult says that this brings hope to the alternative meat crowd. I'm glad they're happy about it. I'm glad the alternative uh, alternative meat crowd is happy about it. I'm glad the environmentalists are have, happy about it. I'm going to stick to cow. I'm going to stick to steak. I never had any interest in eating elephant. They're way too cute. And they smell really bad. So you guys go ahead. Eat away. Okay, here's, here's another shock. Uh, I love NHL hockey. I love hockey. Matter of fact, now that baseball is starting today, but hockey season is ending, I'm watching a lot of hockey. And I can't stand NBA basketball, so I'm not watching any of that. It's a lot of fun. It's fast. It's exciting. There are fights. The goals are exciting. Uh, The players are amazing. Another reason I always like NHL hockey is they kind of stay out of controversy. They just do their thing. They just play hockey. They don't throw fits about George Floyd or BLM or any of this crap. They do none of that stuff. Unlike the NBA and, well, the NFL and, oh, well, the MLB. Major League Baseball does the same thing. That's why I was amazed when the NHL decided to celebrate Gay Pride Night and making the players wear some rainbow crap on their sticks and their jerseys. Now, the NHL had a couple of problems with this. A lot of players just said no. One player specifically said, there's no way I'm a, I'm a, a Russian Orthodox Christian. I, I, I can't wear that stuff. I don't support any of that stuff. And the funny thing is these players, they don't really give a rat's ass what ESPN or any of the other sports age woke space or space agencies had uh, space sports agencies had to say. And they had to say a lot. This is what ESPN had to say a couple of months ago, when um, this guy in Philadelphia said, "No, I'm not wearing, uh, I'm not wearing any of this pride stuff. I'll just sit in the locker room until it's over, and then put on my regular u- uniform." Listen to what he, what, he, what this ESPN goon had to say.
1: The theme from the National Hockey League is hockey is for everyone. Okay. The theme is not, hockey is for everyone, dot, 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 unless you don't believe in gay rights, then do whatever you want. If the National Hockey League is going to do this, if any league is going to do this, do it properly, or reevaluate what you're doing. Because there's not a lot of repercussions and I'm seeing from any league. Now, it could change with the NHL. It could change with the NHL. I think you find the Flyers a million dollars for this. I'm not kidding. Figure this out and stop offending people on nights where it's not about that. It's supposed to be about inclusivity. The National Hockey League need to attack this and figure this out. Because what I heard last night was offensive and didn't make any sense. Because, for instance, if that was a military night, okay? Right. If anyone in Canada or in the States on a military appreciation night wouldn't wear a jersey pregame, do you have any idea the uproar that would have happened on that. Do you have any idea of the backlash? Do you have any idea what happened on social media? It's 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 ridiculous what would happen. It was just
0: this was without a doubt the dumbest statement I've ever heard. Ever heard? You want to find the Philadelphia Flyers a million dollars because one guy doesn't want to wear the rainbow flag? By the way, why should he? For inclusivity? So in other words, for inclusivity, you're going to exclude his personal feelings and personal beliefs. You've got to exclude his stuff. Remember, inclusivity always means you've got to exclude other opinions. That's what it means to be inclusive. Inclusive excludes. And you want to find the Philadelphia Flyers a million dollars? Wow, I don't think that's going to go over well. Don't forget, hockey is a conservative league. What's worse... He's comparing the United States military to guys who dress like chicks. How freaking dare this piece of crap do that? He doesn't see a difference between the military and the LGBTQ crowd. Really? Last I heard, the reason everyone supports the military is we're all Americans. And the military is there to defend us they fight, they die, they put themselves in harm's way. And the LGBTQ trans community, they do that? I think there's a big difference between that. Finally, he says, well, the NHL is not being inclusive because they won't celebrate gay pride night. I'm, I'm sorry. I haven't yet to hear the NHL ban anybody from joining, from going to a game. I have yet to hear the NHL banning anybody from playing because he's gay. So this is just a complete, I just can't stand that guy. I I, I hope he's not even on anymore. Um, The only thing I really get angry is is when NHL players are asked why they refuse to wear the rainbow crap. um, They sit there and they give an excuse. Oh, well, it's my religious beliefs and blah, blah, blah. Don't do that. If someone asks me, why aren't you wearing the gay pride thing? Because I don't believe in it and it's none of your damn business. I don't want to wear it. They don't need to give excuses. Why am I not wearing it? Because I'm not wearing it. I'm don't. I. I I'm a hockey player. I, I don't religious things uh, like the LGBTQ thing is against my religion. And it may be your religion, but it's not mine. I, I'm not a politi- politician. Politician. I'm here to hit a hockey puck into a net. That's my job. Now, here's the problem. (laughs) This is is going throughout the NHL now. People are saying, San Jose has a player that refuses to do it. Boston has players that refuse to do it. So now they're having issues. So according to the Post Millennial, in response to an increasing number of players engaging in protests against the NHL's Pride Night, and by protests... They actually mean we're just not going to wear the crap. A new report claims the league is reevaluating the events which may lead them to canceling the Pride Night. Currently, all teams in the NHL hold Pride Nights. However, some now do so without the themed jerseys as the events are planned by individual teams, not the league. That makes sense. Don't make us wear the jerseys. You can have a Pride Night, Yay. Wave your little flags. League Commissioner Gary Bettman said in an interview on CTV News when asked about the players that have refused to wear Pride-themed jerseys in this season. Quote, this is the first time we've experienced that, and I think it's something that we're going to have to evaluate in the off-season." Citing religious beliefs, which they really shouldn't do, several players have declined to participate in pre-game warm-ups while wearing Pride-themed jerseys. Here's the reality. Hockey is extremely conservative. It's a conservative sport. Always has been. You will not see a lot of trans people at the games. I think the diversity department at the NHL's main office is going to have a lot of kickback from these teams. Coaches and players alike, too. Coaches, they're supporting their players for not wanting to do this. Because this is crap. I think, the NH- I think this also could lead the NHL... Which is not really a big sport in the um, great scheme of things. This could lead di- down, them down the path of Disney, and they could actually lose more money. They should resist this. But what they shouldn't have done is created a diversity department in the first place. Because this diversity department in the NHL is led by a woman who's no experience in hockey. None. I'm not even sure she watches a a hockey game. And this department, its sole job is to screw the sport. Okay, let's get to our next story. Uh, There are a few things that irritate the hell out of me. People who end their sentences with a preposition, man buns, and kids who go to school wearing their pajama bottoms. If a kid does not have the respect for school, enough to roll out of bed 20 minutes early and put on some clothes? How in the hell are they going to have enough respect to get an education from teachers? According to Fox News, Virginia has decided to deal with this. Virginia's Fairfax County Public Schools is considering revising its dress code to including a ban on students wearing pajamas or sleepwear to class, as well as any garment that exposes underwear. (laughs) (laughs) (coughs) sorry i think that's funny propose i mean you think that maybe kids wearing exposing their underwear would already be part of the dress code but apparently it's not proposed changes to the student rights and responsibilities handbook which is reviewed annually would also prohibit students from wearing jackets with hoods up during class or between classes according to wtop Michelle Boyd, who serves as the assistant superintendent for special services, disclosed to parents during a Zoom meeting last week that in addition to the dress code, the proposed changes to the guidelines also touch on topics such as substance misuse, harassment, hazing, and bullying. The proposed changes to the dress code specify that certain garments such as pajamas or sleepwear cannot be worn to school except during spirit week or pajama day though they provide no details on what constitutes pajamas or sleepwear. Really? Someone doesn't know that what would be defined as sleepwear? How about the kid went to bed wearing something and tries to go to school the next morning wearing the same thing? Would you define that as sleepwear? That's what these kids are doing. They're putting on their pajamas, they're going to bed, they're waking up, rolling out of bed, two minutes before class starts, and going to school in their PJs. This isn't rocket science here, but we gotta, we've gotta we got to define absolutely everything for lawsuits. Continuing with the article, Fairfax County Public Schools' current dress code makes no mention of pajamas, though anyone who violates it is potentially subject to disciplinary action. I don't know what took so long for someone to do this. Kids have been wearing pajamas to school now for about 10 years. I don't know why this specific um, regulation isn't done throughout the country. Bunches of studies have shown that children who dress well when they go to school have higher self-esteem, higher pride in themselves, and do better in school. I also question parents that let their kids leave the house looking like that. This was not an option when I was a kid. Or when my kids were in school. Hell, we used to force our kids to change when they had a stain on their shirts. Now I can just roll out of bed and walk to school. You know what makes... You know what would be much better? Is stop worrying about the kids expressing themselves and make them wear uniforms. Even to public school. Uniforms make life a lot easier, believe it or not, for the kids. Josie's daughter... I've seen Josie's daughter try on three different outfits before she goes to school. Now, thank God she doesn't wear pajamas when she goes to school. If you have a uniform, you know what you're going to wear the next day. You don't have to think about it. You can get up later. You throw on. And makeup goes the same thing with makeup. No makeup allowed in school. It used to be you couldn't wear makeup in school. It just made life easier. It made the kids more focused. The kids didn't have to wake up so early. Ugh. I, I was so worried about the kids' rights. Can I let you in on a little secret? The kids don't have rights. Sorry, they really don't. Okay, time to go to the DMV. I hope you folks have a great weekend. I have a feeling what I'm going to end up doing is I'm going to do a couple videos tomorrow. I'll post them on Rumble because I do have terrible things that people say. And... Uh, It's just too long and I'm already 40 minutes into it and I got to get to the DMV. You guys have a great weekend. Love you. God bless. This is Gene and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics.